All right, so getting into the podcast, something I wanted to talk to you about was this year was a transition for you. Like, I met you at Starbucks, mm-hmm. right? And I met you as like a barista. And then, you know, as time went on, you know, circumstances happened and you became, you became a supervisor. Yeah. Right. And in like learning all that, like, I like, I remember you, I mean, I was like, I was like, I mean, I don't nervous about getting into a role, you know, fitting into the, a role, especially being a supervisor with you being basically in you know you're like the ringleader for a couple yeah. hours of a day of not only just these people but like an establishment you know mm-hmm. so like like you know it's been a couple months now but like how do you continue like my question is like how do you continue to learn like from these people you work with the company how you how are you able to learn in order to stay on top of your you know stay on top of it you know to continue to be like what you feel is needed from a supervisor like what 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 are you learning about yourself through the job you know personally you know uh, work ethic like work ethic wise like what what's keeping you on top of it like what keeps you motivated to be like a supervisor in that role you know like what makes you feel like you get better every day at the role um well i feel like it's mostly my coworkers that have a big influence on me because like for me the biggest thing i've been learning is like be flexible right you know I, mm-hmm. I don't know everything and like i'm still learning stuff too so like even though i'm a supervisor like like my coworkers and like my baristas they definitely teach me a ton of stuff so it, yeah. that's what keeps me motivated you know that i'm still learning and that everyone's here to support each other and that's what i go off definitely dude like i remember being a supervisor and i remember like the only thing that kept me like the only thing that kept me wanting to come to work the next day and be a supervisor was like the team yeah you know like the team and like learning for them and growing for them and making it like a fun experience because you know like like not to make this more of like a formal work of talk about work but like you know like being at start like we're lucky enough to work at a company where it's seen not only in reality by the people that we work with but like even on tiktok and instagram like starbucks through the media you know through people posting their you know their dances or their tiktok drinks or whatever it's looked at a place where it's like fun mm-hmm. you know like and like with COVID being a thing, like losing the ability to have like human interaction. I mean, as much as we used to, I feel like working at Starbucks for that the time I was there until I left, you know, in the middle of COVID, like it keeps it keeps you it, have fun, interact with your coworkers and all these people, right? Yeah. Like 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 does it still feel the same way? Like with COVID being hit, like how does it feel like like the the interaction with customers, like is everyone's is it still like you know like is it still like that friendly like hey welcome in kind of environment let's talk or like you think like COVID's been a thing where it hit people were kind of I more and like come in come out you know I'm a bit of both like um, I don't know if I should say names but one of the regulars that um... <laughs> definitely don't say names <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean one of the regulars that uh, back when you were around um, we used to get along with really well she'd come in every day with her personal cup and stuff we'd talk all the time like she's still super nice to us it's just because of covid she doesn't really talk she just comes in grabs her drink and like leaves yeah and it happens to a lot of our regulars um it's like definitely a new environment we have like a bunch of new regulars that weren't there before so things have changed up but we still get a chance to talk to some people but some regulars are kind of more in the mood to like sit down so they kind of just grab their stuff and leave yeah definitely man i definitely feel like maybe some people i feel like covid just like it created a fear in people you yeah know? i feel like it created this whole fear of like being able to be open with people people are so focused on like uh, themselves like not that that's a bad thing of course focus on you but i feel like in a sense like sometimes if people are too focused like they don't even want to interact with people when given the chance unless they fit hello? into like their bubble hello 
Uh oh. Yeah, can you there? Yeah, cool, we're right. good, you we're just good. cut out for the last like 10, 15 seconds. Sorry. Oh, you're good. No, it's okay. So back mm-hmm. on. Like, I just feel like maybe COVID hit uh, hit people where it created like inst- installed like fear into people yeah. to where it's like if it's not if you're not in my personal bubble, then I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to interact. Yeah. You know, which I mean, I in a sense you have all the right to do that. But when you're going into like a Starbucks. You know, we're not physically interacting with you, you know, just vocal communication. Like, that's why I wanted to do this podcast, you know, just to talk mm. to people about how they're doing, how they're dealing with things, you know, and, you know, the the overlaying topic, obviously, is mental health and, like, awareness and stuff like that, yeah. which we'll get to, obviously. But, like, you know, like, I feel like it's something that, that takes away is, like, when people are afraid and stuff like that. I mean, is there anything, like, is there any people, like, like for you as a person, like, how are you dealing with your social interactions with people like how have you been with with this whole like with everything going on in the world like mentally you know being able to go out there you know see like your friends or see your family or travel because i know that you are a dude who used to just go out all the time you know (laughs) yeah so like like how's your how's your psyche been with everything going on man like how are you cool how are you adjusting to to i guess what we could call the new normal of of the world of the United States of the world right now like what's going on with you well, I feel like it's not just COVID that's also restricting like everything we do but there's also like especially in California all the fires and stuff and like all these other things going yeah. on so it's not just that but I mean I have been like I've been keeping myself occupied so at least for me it hasn't affected me too much like I still hang out with friends every now and then I just like you know it's a lot of texting now but I mean at least for me, the change wasn't too big of a deal. I know, like, other people have had, like, a harder time adapting to the big change. Mm-hmm. Like, and, Definitely. like, I love going out and stuff, but I can also adjust to, you know, being stuck at home for a bit. And, you know, in the long run, I'll, it's not like it's going to be forever. So it'll, you know, get better eventually. It's just, it's just a mindset, I think. Yeah, dude. Like, I was talking to, talking to Angie about this previously. Like, you and her were the first people, or maybe, like, the only two people I know, like, that guy very much like like your quarantine in the beginning of covid like was very much quarantine i remember like you were just like isolated like you couldn't even like you couldn't come back to work and they really like like with the you really stayed in like how was that like how was it like to be really be like confined to your block basically like what was it like because i was never like that i was always working at starbucks or at the hospital then i got a new job so like i never had I never went through the experience of really being in here, like being stuck at home, you know, for, for like, like every day, you know? So how was that for you? Like, how did you, how like, did it affect you at all? Like, did it mess you up? Like, did it get you, you know, a lot of people were getting anxious and depressed, but you like, like, how were you with it? Like, how did you handle that? I mean, I personally, like, I mean, the biggest thing for me was during that time I was like stuck at home. My whole like sleep schedule, my routines just got like, they just weren't there. Like, I'd sleep at random hours. I didn't really have a routine. I didn't have, like, a thing to do every day. I kind of just, like, wake up and just, like, I don't know. It was just my whole, like, you know, like, there's a pattern that you're used to when you're usually working. Like, I'm up every day at 4 a.m. for work or whatever. Days I'm off, I usually still wake up early and, you know, get stuff done. But during that, uh, like, school was pretty much canceled, so I had no work. Or at least all the teachers kind of gave up trying to adapt to the, like, change um, so I had no homework. I didn't have anything to do. So just kind of like, you know, I was just stuck at home and like doing, I don't know, it was a little messy, but it was mentally, it was okay. All right. Well, I mean, so for me, I'm like, you got me on and you follow me on, on mm-hmm. social media and everyone who follows me on social media knows that I'm pretty much an open book on there a little too much. And I should be sometimes <laughs> uh, I admit myself. 
So, like, a topic that I want to talk to you about, I guess it's going to be, like, the topic of this podcast, mm-hmm. really, is, is, so, like I said, we were just talking about being quarantined. Some people are being quarantined alone, and some people's life, you know, because of this, keeps them from being with the people that they want to be with, you know, significant other, their family. Like, I know some people that just live, like, in solitude now, you know? And, you know, as someone doesn't deal with that well, you know, the topic I want to ask you is, like, how do you deal with, you know, being alone in those moments where like you're alone, where like, like you just have like no one's texting you back. You don't have work to go to the day. Your family is gone or whatever, or just moments of just being with yourself. Like, like how growing up, because you're, you're 19, 20 now. Uh, I'm 19. Right? I turned 20, 20 soon. Yeah. Yeah. See, so like we're almost 10 years apart. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like, like the way that the world's been within the 10 year difference, like really helps influence the way you grow, you know? So like, I want to just hear, like, your point of view, like, when it comes to being by yourself or, like, lonely, like, like I mean, I, you know, asking for a friend, asking for myself, like, what are your, what do you do to, like, combat that, you know, like, what do you do to help yourself not go crazy or overthink or anything like that, if you, you know, if, or, or, or do you go crazy when you become alone, you know, when you're too, too alone for too long, you know, like, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, like, I've always been really independent, so I don't really, like, rely on anybody, so... I'm, like, okay being alone and not having anyone to talk to. So that's not, like, a huge deal for me. I can, like, survive just being on my own. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. know. I think it's just me. I've always just liked being independent. So I don't like having someone that, like, relies on me or having to rely on somebody. Do you feel like, like, when I look, when I listen to, like, that, like, what I hear from that, like, do you feel like maybe, like, putting, you feel like that puts too much pressure on individuals to expect them to, like, be and show up for you so often is that kind of like what you feel about that like like what's your like the folk not really needing someone or not really you know being able to be kept on your own like kind of like what it is or is it just like something else completely different i mean sort of it's not really that like it's too much pressure like i can definitely be there for someone if they need it and like i i'm like i can be reliable just how do i say this it's i don't know i've always just thought the way i think is like a worst case scenario situation like like a like your friends and stuff, you know, they're, you're really good friends, but in like a life or death situation, like I wouldn't, I don't think I would be able to trust one of them with my life over their own or like over their family. Kind of like you have to be there for yourself kind of a situation. Like, you know, an example would be like, whenever you get in an airplane, they always go over like the, you know, the safety things, if anything goes bad and they always tell you, you know, put your mask on first before helping others. Cause if you can't Mm -hmm. do anything to help others, you know, then they're just an extra person that needs help. So I feel like, in my mind, take care of myself first and then others. Oh, I mean, yeah, my- I get that, man. I get that. Like, like for me, like, I'm going through the ability on how to get myself more, I guess, more, like, well-built in that area. Um, so growing up, like, my, like, each place was assigned to an interaction, right? So, like, when I went to, when I went to school, I was going to talk to my friends, but what I wasn't going to hear from my friends until the next day at school, you know, because we didn't really have like cell phones or anything like when I was growing up. And then when I hit teenage years, it became like, okay, a little bit more interaction with my friends now because we have MySpace. And then whatever happened online on MySpace trickled into what we would talk about at school the next day. And then, you know, AO Instant Messenger came out. And then here we are now with a bunch of ways to communicate with people without even being near them. You know, which I said creates this like it creates like this trained instant response or instant need of an emotional response mm-hmm. from some people. 
you know? Yeah. And I feel like for me, like, I feel like I'm one of those people who unfortunately I got stuck with like that need of an emotional, like not emotional all the way, but just like, a, like an interaction with people. You know, I feel like I, I grew up always being around people and interacting with people in high school and like, you know, and when I went to, when I was in college at Ohlone, mm-hmm. you know, interacting with people there and then interacting with people online. And then, you know, now where I am now, like being an adult, not being in college, not having to do, you know, like, like, you know, like a discussion board or whatever yeah. like that, you know, like the, la- like the ability for me to interact with another human being besides my family is, is like very, you know, it's scarce because mm-hmm. with everything going on, I'm not, I'm not going out, you know, I'm not. You know, meeting, you know, I'm talking to strangers online is very like weird for me, you know, and everyone I feel like is already, I feel like going into COVID, whatever your circle was going into COVID kind of just stayed your circle, Mm -hmm. you know, like, but like, I don't know, like, like you said that you've always been independent, you know, but like, so like, take me back, like growing up as a kid, what were you like, what was it like? Like what, what conditioned you into being like so much? Is it because of your siblings, your family settings or like? moving around whatever it was like i just wonder like if you if you like if what do you think contributed you to to be so like well kept like independent in your in yourself and not having to you know to basically be on the complete opposite spectrum of where i am with everything yeah um well i don't know if this is exactly why but like back in elementary school itself i started like biking to school right at least it was first it was with my parents but then around like fourth or fifth grade i started to go alone and then from then pretty much um starting middle school so it was for me it was fifth grade back back in Pleasanton it goes uh k through five and then six seven eight so mm-hmm. starting sixth grade I would bike to school alone I'd come home and I'd be alone until my parents got back at like six or seven so I was kind of just on my own like fended for myself made my own food kind of so I think I just like learned quick and I adapted to my environment no yeah did that that hit so that hit so dude like that's 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 a lot because growing up as a kid I was I was like a complete opposite because like hearing your perspective mm-hmm. of how you were growing up, that's how I knew what, like you said elementary school? Uh, yeah. My family was very, like my parents were very, um, um, I wouldn't say like smothering, but they were very like surrounding mm-hmm. of me until I was maybe in junior high. You know, I don't think I was ever left alone at home until I was like in sixth grade, yeah. maybe like seventh grade, you know? So uh, being surrounded like that all the time, I always had someone who was constantly on me. So I kind of feel mm-hmm. like you saying that kind of just makes me realize, like, you know, like the upbringing I had made me feel really dependent on people, you know, codependent mm-hmm. on other people, you know? Yeah. You know, that's pretty, cr- you know, so like getting out of it now, you know, like where I am now as an adult, you know, wanting to move out yeah. and wanting to understand perspectives and, you know, as much as I can be on my own and, you know, as much as I can be like well kept on my mm-hmm. own. You know, I'm also learning on what it's like to not rely on people. Again, you know, to take it back, like, I remember one of one of the moments where, like, I realized, like, oh, my God, like, I'm, I'm fucking up, <laughs> <laughs> was, like, I remember asking you, like, how often do you talk to your friends? Mm-hmm. I always remember, like, being on, on like, we're playing Xbox. I was, like, how often do you talk to your friends or your girlfriend or whatever like that? And all of you, like, everyone was, like, like, once or twice throughout. They're, like, everyone was saying, like, once, twice throughout the day. Yeah. You know? And I'm, like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are okay with that? Like, I'm like, in, I mean, back then, you know, before I went through this whole, like, thing I went through these past five, six months, like, back then, I was like, it, like, blew my <laughs> guys are okay with, like, the limited amount of interaction, you know? Yeah. Like, that, to me, was, like, something crazy. Like, I remember, like, I remember getting off X, or getting off PlayStation, or playing, or Call of Duty, my bad, getting off COD that day, and just, like, sitting in my room, like, 
am I, like, am I crazy? <laughs> you know, like being like self-aware, I end up going to my therapist that we could talk about it. Yeah. You know? And of course I put in the work and I'm out of therapy at the moment now. Cause I've, I've, I've grown so much to be an understanding and to be more of a well-kept mm-hmm. person than I was in that moment. But you know, it, it's just crazy on how the, just, just the, like this, like the things you don't even think about, just like the growing up of it yeah. all kind of leveled out to where you are now. Cause like, yeah, they like for me, being 27 and you being you know not even 20 yet mm-hmm. you know but seeing the the different aspects of how we look at loneliness is it's crazy yeah. dude i feel you like know. that's also just the the like times we grew up because when you were growing up you didn't have a phone right so like i feel like you you would your only interaction was more like face-to-face or like in person yeah but at least for exactly. i mean even for me i was still like well, as i grew up like we phones weren't really a thing until i got to like middle school like i still remember having flip phones my parents having flip phones and stuff back when mm-hmm. i was born but like especially for the newer generation like everyone pretty much has a phone now like starting in elementary school so everything they do is just online so i feel like that's why they don't crave the physical interaction as much because they just do everything over you know the internet yeah see and i think like, that's another thing where it's off a spectrum where it's like like over text or on social media, mm-hmm. I appear to be like this whole persona. But then you meet me in real life and become friends. I'm like super loud, super wanting to be friends with you, talk about anything and everything, super down to just like talk, yeah. you know, and they like talk forever, like talk a little too much sometimes at yeah. work. You know, I just love interacting. Like that's why Starbucks for me was such a good fit when I got to talk to people, you know, that ability of human interaction, which is kind of why like when COVID hit, like, I, not only did I lose the ability to go out and see people, mm-hmm. but you know, other things I went through, obviously that you know about, like really put me in this hole of feeling like I didn't have anyone other than myself. Yeah. You know, so like that's you know I feel like that's 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 something that just really adds on to it. You know, and like like I don't know like I do like for people listening in, even for myself, like when it comes to being on your own and like being being um, by yourself a lot. Like, do you have any like? tips or any advice for people that like need help figuring that out like i know like a lot of people say stay busy but like do any 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 like unique things that you do whenever you do have those moments of uh just being alone that you do to like stay like you know keep your mind off of uh wandering or getting yourself like maybe you do something to get yourself out of that that mental space um i don't know like my go-to things when like you know i don't know what to do is usually i like to do something that i look forward to like for example Right now, I'm saving up to get a car. So when I, like, you know, have a moment where I don't know what to do, like, none of my friends are responding, I'll just be like, hey, let me just go, you know, look at some things that I, like, parked my car that I eventually want to get. Just, like, something that makes me, like, happy and that I can, like, just, mm-hmm. that takes my mind off what's happening right now as well. Oh, okay. So you can, I, I can see, like, basically, like, set a goal yeah. and kind of just, like, work at it, you know, like, it kind of gives you something to go, to go forward to, you yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been... I've been doing that too. I actually put up like this whiteboard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw my Instagram. I put up this whiteboard where every day I'm kind of just writing my thoughts on there. Just like, like keep it like keep me remembering on what's going on. Yeah. You know, kind of keep me there and that and stay motivated and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Well, that's good, dude. Yeah. I mean, I've always like meeting you. I've always admired your, your, your confidence that you like you, like, I don't know if anyone tells you that, but I always admire like the, the <laughs> confidence that you, you, uh, you, you show without even showing it, you know? <laughs> All right, so let, to take it back a little bit, take it back a little bit. We were talking about you being a supervisor earlier. Yeah. And about what, what keeps you showing up for it all. But is there anything, you know, it doesn't have to be Starbucks, but is there anything, like, 
in a past job you've had or an experience, like what's one of these moments that made you feel like one of the, what's one of the moments if you're willing to speak on it, like that made you feel like, you know, pretty low. And like, what did you do to say to, to, to you know, get out of it and get motivated to, to overcome the situation if you have, and if not, then what are you doing at the moment to continue to help yourself get out of a situation like that? Like anything like, like what, what, what comes to mind in that situation? Like, are you saying like when I'm lonely? Not just like, not like, there's like, not just like lonely, but like overall, like, is there ever a moment where you just felt like very at a low point in your life? Like, whether it was like going through a seasonal, like, sense of like, if you've ever had been going through a seasonal stuff of like depression or, or like just feeling like very, like, not worth up to what you're doing, like a low point in your life. Like, if you have ever had those moments, like, what's kept you motivated to keep going and to keep pushing forward, you know? Um, like, off the top of my head, I can't think of a moment like that right now. But mm-hmm. I think the main reason for that is just I'm very motivated to get stuff done. So, like, if I want something, I just work until I get that thing. And so, like, for me, setting goals is the way to, like, keep myself, like, busy. And, like, I know a lot of people say, like, they don't like setting goals. It doesn't work for them. But I don't know. I, for me, that's just, like, my way of doing stuff. It's just setting goals and keep going at it until I, like, hit that goal. Mm-hmm. that's good so like so like for example like one something that brings to mind when you say that is kind of like like i know that some people when they get faced with a with a with like a conflict they kind of like self-sabotage themselves mm-hmm. right they kind of tell themselves like they already like give up without even trying you yeah know? so like for example like like for you like you kind of like from what i'm guessing is like whenever things get tough you're more of like I'm going to fight the situation kind of a person. Yeah. Right? Do you like, do you feel like sometimes, do you ever feel like maybe being too, too like much of like a, like an upfront or like a fighter of things? Like, do you ever like regret in doing anything? Like maybe you had to turn down a friend or turn down a situation or hurt someone's feelings to get to the point where you are. Like, does that ever make you feel like you regret a situation at any points or, or, or what? Um, I don't know. I feel like I don't really get to that point usually. So I don't think mm-hmm. I've had to really deal with that per se. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, because I know that some people, like for me, for example, there are times where like I want to say no. You know, that's something that I had to mm-hmm. learn this year a lot was learning. You know, that, that's something that to me, I didn't know last year. Like I didn't know how to say no enough last year to, you know, I didn't know how to put myself first as much as I did now. Yeah. You know, like, like, for example, like you would see me at Starbucks being like stressed out or being called in or covering for so many different people and dealing with situations where you're like, I know for a fact, like you would look at me and be like, Michael, what are you doing? Like, why didn't you just say no? Like, I know for a fact, I know I was, I was overdoing it for that, for that company, for the people that were there, yeah. whatever it was. Cause I, I just like being, I was just conditioned to be this nice person, mm-hmm. you know? So like saying no just wasn't in my vocabulary back then yeah as much as it should have been you know so i mean like so like for like how do you stay so solid like how like like if you i know that like you stay solid and like when people like do ever people like ever try to like convince you otherwise like no just like like full like like telling you to basically like convince you otherwise or do you are you just like always just really strongly kept in your opinion of making sure that you're always first putting like Wait, being able to like as much as you are a nice, as much as we can be a nice per- person, like, where do you set up the boundary, I guess? Like, where, like, how did you 
how do you condition yourself to set up those boundaries between you and other people so that you can still focus on yourself, but still have these relationships with others where you don't feel like you have to kick everyone out of your life to like pursue what you want to pursue, you know, like, where's that, where's that boundary and balance come from? You know, like, what do you do in your, in your day to day to make that happen? So, okay. I'm not like, I'm not the best setting boundaries. Like, mm-hmm. I can do it pretty well, but I still have instances where I like struggle to say no, you know, and that's something I'm still working on. Um, even like some of my friends have noticed that, like yeah. I like especially like my coworkers, they say like I work a ton, like you used to, you know, like and maybe sometimes I need to be like, hey, I need some personal time, you know, I've got homework, I got other things, and like, you know, mm-hmm. like I've seen this on the internet somewhere, but like you can lose your job and they'll just rehire someone to replace you, right? But your friends yeah. and like family, if they, I get that, you, I get that. Like, you like that. Like, like, like for me, like back, you know, learning from what I, like I, I've done a lot of reflecting, which you know about like kind of looking at my past um, actions and then kind of reflecting on that and how I could have like handled it differently, you know, but like, so for, for, for you going forward, like you already have a set career of where you want to be. Right yeah like you have an end goal like you're not just like an end goal for like the month but you set an end goal for for like a career yeah like what you want to reach you know like what you want you know like if if like what's some like yeah. for people who want to get to that goal like we've, we've talked about different things but what if you could pick one out like what's the number one advice you would give someone that that is looking for that motivation like what's that one advice you could give someone if, they, if you can only say, like, one sentence or one thing to someone who says, hey, Nick, I want to reach my goal. How do I do it? Like, what would you tell them? Honestly, yeah, I, I think I, it might kind of sound cliche, but pretty much just don't give up. Because, like, for me, like, some goals are not going to, mm-hmm. they're, like, they may seem impossible or, like, they, they're not going to be achievable for, like, 10, 20 years, right? But as long as you keep working at it and you're, like, motivated, you're eventually going to get there. So as long as you just keep your focus at the end goal, then you'll eventually reach there. Like, I've noticed with a lot of people, like, for them, goals don't work because they'll set a goal and then they'll, like, wander off the path. And then it's hard yeah, to I feel, like, so as long as I feel like that's your focus aligned, pretty much on point, man. It'll, I've been like, trying to you know, do the same thing, out. man. So, you know, pretty much is, like, very inspirational to, to, to hear, dude. It's, you know, and the thing I, I like bringing up that's crazy is that, like, how – no matter like the age gap between us, motivation and staying inspired is, is going to always be like something that's in common with each other, you know, no matter who you are, like the ability to want to stay motivated and stay, stay like, you know, keep that passion going. Yeah. It's good, you know, but all right, man. Well, okay. So we got, you know, it's October already. We got anything looking yeah. forward to in the year, anything crazy or just more working or what's going on, man. We got three months yeah. to 2021. Just more work. Honestly, this year flew yeah, by. I feel really so too. Quick. Yeah, I mean, it was we were, like, like for me, like I was telling. COVID. This year went by like crazy quick. It's like last, even like mid September. You know, the Filipino thing is in September. They already have like Christmas stuff going on. You know, but like, but you know me, like I love Christmas, so I've been trying to avoid like Christmas yeah. talk or whatever like that. But like, you know, it's coming. Right? Like, are you look like I know? And I know with this year with COVID, I know that you have that the whole thing with yeah. the, with your with your house. You know, like. Do you have any like plans going forward with like the holidays coming on? Are you gonna are you gonna try to celebrate it with family? Or are you gonna you gonna be working like this year? Pretty much everything is canceled. So, I mean, yeah, dude. for me, just just family. And, oh man, dude. Well, know, I mean, work. That's pretty much it. I mean, I, I'm for me Nothing for special. example, like I'm. Yeah. I don't like I haven't seen my brother in like I think I think since January. 
So I'm going to, I think I'm going to do like an adventure over to, to LA and see what's going on. But in all honesty, like, I, I don't know, dude, I'm, I really, I really wish Disneyland was open. <laughs> yeah, nice. Like, like I know the one in Florida is open, but like, that's still too much to go on, man. <laughs> I thought they did open back up. All right, man. Well, do you have anything looking forward to in 2021? Okay. Um, hopefully once COVID's over, I can go back on trips. Cause originally mm. before COVID happened, um, last winter I went up to Oregon with my friend and we were supposed to go down to Vegas during good, summer. Man. So pretty much just, canceled, just so. more of the same going hopefully forward and just like slowly working towards that car, huh? Yeah. Working towards that car and then maybe saving up mm-hmm. for some trips, you That's know, good, dude. Longer. Yeah, man. That's fine. That sounds like, road trips, like with your friends or like with your family? Yeah, I mean, like, I've been thinking recently, at least, um, mm-hmm. thinking about, like, renting an RV out with, like, four or five friends. That's, you know, yeah. well, cost. that's cool, dude. Well, I hope that you, know, you, I hope you get your car soon. I know, that, I know that that's something I look yeah. forward to. I'm, I'm, I just got mine, so paying that off is the other part of the... Yeah. <laughs> well, until you get it. All right, man. Well, it's good to hear from you. I honestly did miss your yeah. voice, man. Like, <laughs> I feel like... Yeah, dude. I, I feel like the the last time I heard your voice, you were yelling at me to take cover. Yeah, it's been a hell of a long time. It's good to like just really like have a genuine conversation with you, dude. And it's good to know you're doing well, man. Honestly, like, uh, yeah, dude. I'm 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 happy that you're able to open up about that stuff. Yeah. That's just yeah. hearing like hearing the fact that like you know, like how well like motivated you are, and you know, just the whole thing about being lonely. I just like that's just a thing that's been on my mind, man. You know, like for me. It's like I go home and then it's just like work right yeah. after it. So being able to just like do that, you know, and uh, being able to set a goal and all that stuff is something I feel yeah. like uh, maybe I need to start taking a little bit more seriously than I already have. You know, all the goals I have, maybe stick, maybe stick a little bit more to it. All right, all right man. Thanks so much for your time, dude. I really appreciate it. Yeah. No problem, dude. Well, I'm going to let you go. I know you're a busy man. Busy, yeah, of man. course. Anytime. Right, but we'll talk again later. Man. I'll probably just text you later today. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks so much, dude. You too. Yeah. You have a great day. Yeah, sounds good. Later, yeah, man. sounds good, Michael. Bye.